0: Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the English Language Test Preparation Radio Podcast. The following is a compilation of the best two IELTS lessons so far of the podcast for both general and academic candidates. Time has come to take some vacation. In that time, I also plan to create more and exciting content to help you be better prepared for the exam. If you need private IELTS or English lessons, check out my availability at bit.ly slash 2 H-R-E-N-C, and that 2 is in the number 2. Also, if you haven't, subscribed to my IELTS email blog, which has a review of critical IELTS and English skills, plus resources to help you be ready for that high target score that you seek in and deserve on the exam. Academic candidates, go to the IELTS academic blog at bit.ly slash blogs. Or, if you are a general IELTS candidate, go to bit.ly slash IELTSGT. Today, you have two IELTS lessons. IELTS Speaking Briefing, and a Band Score 7 and 7 weeks? Find out more, and above all, enjoy, and good luck on the IELTS test. I am Professor Nguyen. Before we start, take this pop quiz. Which sentence is not correct? A. In the Netherlands, this situation is quite different. B. In Netherlands, this situation is quite different. Stay tuned for the answer at the end of the episode. (music) The IELTS speaking test causes many candidates to have sleepless nights. Stop! I often work with students who have to take the exam at least three times before they finally reach their target score. If only they would have reached out sooner to an IELTS teacher. I don't want you to be in that situation. I've got three tips that I give my own students. Well, you're listening to my podcast, so welcome to my classroom. These three pieces of advice, if practiced, offer you a clear path to your target score. If you're preparing for the IELTS academic or general exam and you need results, why not reserve IELTS time with me, Professor Wynn, at englishlanguagetestprep.com slash consultation. Let's start our review of these three tips to help you maximize your score on the IELTS speaking exam. Tip number one, use discourse markers signposting to point out your answers to the IELTS graders. Discourse markers are like, however, therefore, as a consequence, thus, or in addition. If you drive along the road, you'll notice a stop sign or a sign that says, children at play, or even how fast you can drive. These are signposts, and these signposts act as discourse markers in your IELTS speaking. And this is something that the IELTS graders are looking for. So you want to use them, and here I'm going to show you how to do that. Too many times when I work with students, they are so nervous that, they don't take time to let me even hear or understand what they're saying in the IELTS speaking. This is especially true in part two of the test. I always say it's like standing on a beach and a tidal wave rushes over your head. You drown, right? Well, you don't want to drown the IELTS grader. Instead, slow down and use discourse markers signposting to make your answers clear and comprehensible. For example, listen to these two answers. Which one is better, A or B? Question. Should children learn a foreign language and why? A. Youngsters should learn a foreign language. They are smarter. They get better jobs in life. They also earn more money. B. Youngsters should learn a foreign language for two reasons. First, they are smarter. Second, they get better jobs in life. As a result, they also earn more money. So which one is better, A or B? B, right? Let's break down that answer. Youngsters should learn a foreign language for two reasons. To answer a why question, remember, on the IELTS, always give two reasons. Let's continue. First, they are smarter. There you go. There's your first discourse marker or signpost. First. Now the IELTS grader knows you're starting to give your two answers. Second, they get better jobs in life. There you go again. Your second discourse marker or signpost. Second, now the IELTS grader knows about the second reason. As a result, they also earn more money. That's the third discourse marker or signpost as a result. Discourse markers help the IELTS grader to follow your answer. They also allow you to structure your answer better, which also helps the IELTS grader to understand what you're saying. The last discourse marker, as a result, connects your ideas and shows a relationship between your two previous points. And that's an added bonus of using discourse markers. You always want to show the relationship between your ideas by using connectors on the IELTS exam. Now you're ready to boost your IELTS speaking score. Congratulations! Let's find out. Other ways. Are you ready? (music) Number two, give details. As I tell my students, details, details, details. Remember, you need to show IELTS graders precision and accuracy using English. Don't be vague. Don't leave out names. Numbers, colors, sizes. Make your answer come alive. Give details. Now, recall in part one of the IELTS speaking test, you want to limit your answers to two sentences maximum. So, to keep your answers short and sweet, you need to give good details. For example, in part one, one of the most popular questions you'll probably answer, what do you do? Now, that question begs you to give rich details. Listen to these two sample answers. Which is better? A. I've worked as a staff nurse for the past five years at Bangkok General Hospital, which is located in the city center. Or B. I work as a nurse in Bangkok. Now, which is the best answer, A or B? B, A, right? Let's break down the answer. I've worked as a staff nurse, a specific type of nurse, for the past five years at Bangkok General Hospital. Now you've told us the length of time and the exact name of the hospital where you work, which is located in the city center. Aha! A relative clause that tells me the exact location of the hospital. Congratulations! Not only can you now give a specific answer, but also a full and complete answer. Plus, you use a complex grammar structure, that relative clause, which is something else the IELTS graders are looking for. This is the exact type of answer you need on the test. So far, you've learned two of my favorite tips to help boost your IELTS speaking score for the target score that you seek and deserve. Before we move to the final tip, do you need even more IELTS tips? You know, I write a newsletter on LinkedIn and you can visit it and subscribe to it at bit.ly/ Slash L-I-E-N-G news. <music> tip number three, always paraphrase. Wow, this tip is good for both speaking and writing tests. Above all, don't copy the vocabulary word for word from the speaking or writing prompts. You must use your words to show IELTS graders that you have a large vocabulary. There will be moments on all four parts of the exam where you need strong word power to help you answer the question. For IELTS speaking, never use the keywords that give you. Always use your own terms. For example, let's go back to part two. Describe a situation when you had to give advice to a friend. What are the keywords? Advice and friend. Now, one of the favorite ways students like to paraphrase is to find a synonym. That works sometimes, maybe most of the time, but not all the time. Like for advice. What's a good synonym Recommendation? Well, maybe. But try to be more imaginative. Do you give friends recommendations? You give recommendations for like hotels and restaurants, but to a friend? Be more personal. You probably need another term. Remember, you need to use collocations, idioms, and phrasal verbs on the exam as well. Can you think of an expression that could replace advice? Maybe words of wisdom? Not only is this a good paraphrase, it's also an idiomatic expression. So you will boost your vocabulary big time. And by the way, for friend, make sure you give your friend's name. Because another way to paraphrase is to define a term. So. Get specific. Don't be afraid to use your friend's name. Or remember, you can ad lib on the test and you can give the friend any name. No, it doesn't matter. No one's going to check. and No one knows the difference. So you can either use your friend's real name or a name that you make up. Above all, get specific. And don't forget the name of your friend. Now, that's your third tip. Paraphrase. Now let's answer the pop quiz. Do you know the answer already? Here's the question again. Which sentence is not correct? A. In the Netherlands, this situation is quite different. Or B. In Netherlands, this situation is quite different. Well, B is not correct. Remember, certain countries like the Netherlands the USA, and the Philippines require the before them. Thus, B is incorrect because it leaves out the, the. (laughs) Did you get it correct? Leave me a message on my Facebook page and let me know at facebook.com slash English Test Prep. And you can also get some more tips there as well. Now, to recap. Well, there you have your three tips to help you score higher on the IELTS speaking test. Number one, use discourse markers signposting. Number two, give details. Number three, paraphrase. Thanks for being with me today to get better prepared for the IELTS speaking test. I understand you may not have a lot of time to study. That's why I did this particular podcast episode to help you. Please visit bit.ly/ELTPR021 to get the transcript for this podcast episode and for all the links that have been mentioned in this presentation. Please tell your friends about this podcast, and if you like this show, give it a thumbs up. Wherever you listen, I really would appreciate it. And tell your friends so they can help boost their IELTS score as well. I'm Professor Nguyen. Good luck on the IELTS exam. And now, your second episode. Are you ready for the challenge of the IELTS general or academic test? Your podcast episode today comes from a question com. A band score 7 plus on IELTS in 7 weeks? If you're studying for IELTS success now, I encourage you to sign up for one of my IELTS blogs. Visit bit.ly slash blogs. if you're studying for the IELTS academic exam or bit.ly slash g t for the IELTS general exam. Now, let's get started. <music> it is difficult to predict a certain test score within a certain date range. There are three variables for IELTS success that we look at today in a podcast. Number one, What is your level of English fluency? Number two, what is your level of IELTS fluency? And number three, what is your level of vocabulary? Let's take a closer look at each of these variables now. What is your level of English fluency? Do you know how good your English is right now? Find out when you schedule an evaluation with me at bit.ly 2-H-R-E-N-C and I will give you a two-hour evaluation that will look at both your writing and your speaking skills for IELTS to see if you're ready for the exam. A current high-level intermediate candidate should be able to nab a 6.5 score with study practice for about four to six weeks. Your current level of English fluency is a huge factor, and that is why an assessment of your skills is necessary to even try to predict a final score. If you can barely write a paragraph, or can't at all, or your intonation is not adequate, or you cannot understand a conversation, more time is needed to improve your English skills first. In sum, you need a maximum level of English before you should attempt the IELTS exam. I would suggest an intermediate to higher uh, level candidate should be able to reach their target score in seven weeks. Number two, what is your level of IELTS fluency? As I tell my students, your IELTS success is one half IELTS and one-half English proficiency. You need to know the types of questions and types of answers you need to achieve your maximum result. Then you need to practice and practice again, delivering these responses within the time limits of the test. That's the nature of the beast with these standardized exams. Additionally, you need to know the grading criteria so you know better how to manage your study plan. Hint, be sure you have a study plan. Plus, the type of IELTS exam is important as well. The general IELTS is easier than the IELTS academic test. The first is more for work and immigration and the latter for study abroad. And certain visa requirements. The reading and writing sections are distinctly different between the two tests. So you can now see how complex is the question of your IELTS fluency when predicting an exact score. Finally, what is your level of vocabulary? Strong word power is your secret key to a high IELTS score. Few candidates consider the awesome strength of a big vocabulary for academic IELTS success. Candidates fret their grammar, but the ability to use the right word at the right time can depress or elevate your score on the exam. So, how good is your vocabulary? The academic IELTS rubric calls for less common vocabulary, as well as a command of collocations, idioms, and phrasal verbs. Can you use idioms fluently to increase your score on the speaking test? Do you know the importance of collocations for the writing exam? Can you paraphrase, this goes for the general or IELTS test, a skill needed on all four parts of the exam's? While you can measurably improve your lexicon during IELTS test prep, a firm and comfortable ability now to express yourself in crisp spoken and written English is a plus. If not, expect a longer study time to reach your target score. One way to speed up your vocabulary is to study one of my own e-texts. 303 vocabulary words you need available at bit.ly303 vocab. Above all, make sure you devote time to building your word power during your IELTS preparation. In sum, your level of English and IELTS fluency and vocabulary is important to assess before exam preparation. Sometimes the test deadline is unfortunately set by the school, employer, scholarship board, or immigration agency. Given the habit of procrastination, students are left with few choices and find themselves in a crunch to sit the exam before they are ready. A minimum of three months of preparation is ideal to boost your English IELTS fluency and word power before attempting the exam. Even the most fluent person can profit from a solid preparation time to know more about the exam and the types of responses expected by IELTS graders. To answer the overall question, yes, with already strong English fluency skills, you could score a seven in seven weeks of preparation. You can learn how the IELTS works, quote unquote, and marry this knowledge with your English fluency skills to do well on the exam. Ideally, however, I suggest those three months as a minimum to prepare. Before you take the IELTS exam, check out my e-text first that I wrote to help you. For IELTS Academic, 41 Things You Wish You Knew About a High Score for Academic IELTS. Visit bit.ly ieltsac And for 41 Things You Wish You Knew About a High Score for General IELTS, Visit bit.ly slash 41 IELTS G. Are you ready for the challenge of the IELTS General or IELTS Academic exam? Here are the three points we covered in our answer to the question. Band score 7 plus in 7 weeks? Number 1. Your level of English fluency. Number two, your level of IELTS fluency. And number three, your level of vocabulary. Thanks for being with me today to be better prepared for the IELTS exam. Please visit bit.ly ELTPR 027 to get the transcript for this podcast and all of the links mentioned plus the presentation. Please tell your friends about this podcast so they could boost their exam scores as well. I'm Professor Wynn, and good luck on the IELTS test.